Hello, it's me, Toomey, and welcome to episode 10 of Feckin' Football. This is the podcast about football from an Irish perspective. How are you doing today? Today is Pancake Tuesday, 16th of February 2021. I've already had savoury pancakes and sweet pancakes today, so it's a good day so far. And Pancake Tuesday was following on from Valentine's Day. So there was two kind of meaningless events crammed into the space of of three days because Valentine's Day was Sunday and now it's Pancake Tuesday, just a couple of days later. So yeah, it's a lot to process. Anyway, enough drivel out of the way. How are you doing? How's your football watching going? As usual, it's been an action-packed weekend with constant football on. And it reminds me of this tweet, or it leads me to this tweet from Gunnar Blog about all the football that's on. He says, oh, so you like football, eh? What if there was so much football you could barely breathe? Football stuffed into every orifice until you were suffocated in slow motion replays. What if every match was televised? Yes, even every Burnley match. Do you like football now, huh? So football is everywhere and it's... I find the novelty is going down a bit. It's like I said on Feckin' Football before, it's like music or Netflix. When you have something on tap, the excitement and the novelty factor goes down a bit. So there's literally football on every single day of the week and making this podcast is (laughs) difficult because release an episode on say Monday and then by the time it's been up like 24 hours there's been a couple of more matches so it's really hard to pick a day in the week to launch a podcast but I wonder how you're getting on listener with your football viewing are you watching more football than you usually would now that it's on all the time I guess we're at home more often as well so anyway I wonder if you take the average football fan if I look at myself I consider myself an average football fan in that I would watch one to four matches a week. Uh, maybe one or two matches on the weekend and maybe one or two matches during the week as well. But now five or six matches a week. I guess what I'm doing is I'm multitasking. So I'm doing other things with the match on on one screen and I might be Googling or browsing the internet or watching something else with my wife and having the football on on another screen in the living room. So my attention is kind of divided. I'm not really paying full attention to the football. It's not taking my full attention. I'd be interested to see how other people are getting on with this conundrum. The kind of, when you increase supply of something, the value of it goes down. So that's enough about the too much football angle. Let me talk about something else and let me talk about the ramifications of all of the football over the weekend. I think the thing that really stands out is that Man City have raced into a lead. They're on top of the Premier League on 53 points, having played 23 games. So they've a game in hand on most of the other teams challenging up there. Man United are in second place on 46 points, so seven points behind Man City, and Man City could extend that to 10 points if they win their game in hand. Leicester City also on 46 points, Chelsea on 42 points in fourth place, and then West Ham in fifth place, also on 42 points. Liverpool dropping down to sixth place on 40 points. So the gap between Man City and the rest of the Premier League, which is really effectively 10 points, 
shows the difference between a consistent title winning team and the rest of the teams which have been good in spurts and flashes but have been way too inconsistent to challenge for a Premier League over the course of a 38 game season. And consistency is the name of the game. Consistency is what gives you titles. And if you look at the last five games, Man City have won their last five games. Man United have drawn three of their last five games. They've won one of them and they've lost one of them. Leicester City have drawn two of their last five games. They've lost one and won two. And I guess with Chelsea, it's interesting since Thomas Tuchel went in there, they've won four of their last five games. Um, so it's that maybe consistency is coming back for Chelsea. And if they continue with that, they are the ones who probably are going to challenge Man City um, over the next 14 remaining games. But realistically, the, the season is over. If we're honest as fans and as people who watch football casually, it just feels like the season is over. And this often happens. You often have these kind of open title races where there's five or six challengers. But then sometime around like after Christmas, around February, March, one or two teams tends to pull away. It can often become a two-horse race or this season it's a one-horse race. So it went really quite quickly from being a very open, very competitive league to Man City the only, way, the only way they're going to lose the league is if something extraordinary happens or if they completely lost, lose their mojo or if, or if there's loads of injuries. It's not going to be from an excellent challenge from somebody else. And just a quick look at the expected points table. So this is the table that takes into account the expected points based on the expected goals minus the expected goals against that each team will have had. And Man City again are way ahead on expected points. So they're exactly where they should be. Second place should be Chelsea as per expected points. Third place should be Liverpool. Fourth place should be Man United. And fifth place should be Leicester if you kind of take into account expected points. Gary Neville on Reddit has said the Man United trio of David De Gea Victor Lindelof and Harry Maguire are not good enough to win the title. So Man United fans, would you agree with that? Is David De Gea I think he's probably a little bit below the standard required to win a title. He's not as good as Alisson, or he's not as good as the Man City goalkeeper. Victor Lindelof, never been fully convinced by him myself. He, he's just a little bit weak, and he doesn't have a, a huge amount of pace. Okay on the ball, but still can be dispossessed, I think, as well. He seems to have lapses. So I do have my doubts about Victor Lindelof. Harry Maguire, I think Harry Maguire actually has improved a bit in the last month or so. He seems a bit more mobile. Um, he's moving around the pitch a bit better. But there's still a sluggishness in the way he plays and maybe in the way he thinks as well. He's not very switched on sometimes. Um, he's solid. He's a good player. But he's not. he's not at like Van Dyke levels, obviously. The final thing... I will say on this week's second football is West Ham have won 19 Premier League points in 2021. Only Man City, 27, have gained more this calendar year. So that really shows the job that David Moyes has done at West Ham. He's beginning to get a bit more credit now. His style of football maybe suits the evolution of football at the moment because when you think about it, the other teams are very concentrated on the press. And David Moyes' teams have been really about soaking up pressure and 
hitting teams on the counter attack. So that's actually perfect for high pressing as a as an anti, as a antidote to to high pressing. His kind of direct down the flanks type of football, and it's working really well. Um, we can see this in, in other teams in the league who who play that counter attacking style, like for example Leicester City, doing very well at the moment um, with that style. And also Aston Villa, I should say as well. So there you go, that's Feckin Football for this week. Tonight it's Barcelona versus PSG. I think by the time most of you will have heard this, that match will be over and I guess that will have taken over the world of football. That will be the new hot topic. Uh, Leipzig are actually playing Liverpool tonight and I'm gonna do a prediction on Feckin Football and you will know whether I'm right or wrong when you hear this. So Barcelona versus PSG, I think it's gonna be Barcelona 1, PSG 1, Leipzig versus Liverpool. Leipzig 1, Liverpool 3. I think Liverpool are going to rediscover a bit of form in the Champions League. There's probably a bit less pressure on them at the moment. Change of scene. It's probably good for them. And I think they'll they'll easily get past Leipzig over the two legs. Even though Leipzig are very good at the pressing, very advanced. Liverpool should have too much quality for them. So enjoy those matches. I mean, don't enjoy them because you've already seen them. Enjoy the rest of February. We're nearly at the end of February. Once we get to March, we'll be marching on. As I've said before on the podcast, the worst of the coronavirus is over. The days are getting longer. I'm looking outside now, recording this at 20 to six and it's still bright. So the worst is over. We're doing well. Hang in there. Take care of yourselves and each other, as Jerry Springer used to say. And I will see you hopefully next week on Feckin' Football. Take it easy. Bye bye.